Welcome to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Listening to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake Colley, joined with my man on my left, Mr. Lou Maddox. Good afternoon, Lou. Good afternoon. How's it going? And my other main man on my right will be Mr. Clayton Harris, working the board for us. What's happening, Clayton? Not a whole lot, buddy. Just uh, enjoying this overcast Thursday it's a afternoon. Overcast. It's not frying the streets or frying all the trees and, and, and the grass. Uh, my grass at home is a uh, is, is, uh, Lovely two shades, a dark shade of brown and a light shade of brown. I actually saw some green in the front yard here, which was really surprising. But, yeah. Well, I mean, I, we, you know, I guess we – as hot as it's been, I guess we, we're, we're blessed to get whatever little bit of rain we have gotten lately. So, uh, the man above – I'm not complaining. I'm just saying. I'm just just saying we could use a little bit more. Uh, well, it's Thursday. And it is. Guess what happens tonight, folks? Big night. That's right. Huge. That weird shaped ball with the laces on it is going to be launched into the, kicked into the air. Um, and, you know, everything is about to get right with the world because we know everything gets right uh, during football season. And it means fall is hopefully around the corner here in another yes. 30 to 45 days. But, yes, football does get started tonight in Murray County. The Battle of the Tigers I, down I, in the jungle. I've heard about that. We've got the Whitthorn Junior High, Junior Whitthorn Middle School. Yeah. Which when I was growing up, they were junior highs. But now they're middle schools, 6th, 7th, and 8th graders. And they're going to be going up. They're going to be traveling to Mount Pleasant to to play the Tigers of Mount Pleasant Middle School. Yeah, so, so what, a Tiger's going to win the night for sure. A Tiger will win the ball game no matter what. And a Murray County Tiger, too. There you go. Absolutely. Yeah, so. Absolutely. Now, the other big game tonight will be on uh, – will be televised. I don't think the Whitthorn game is televised. Is it, it is not. Okay. It okay. is not. Well, the, it's a shame. A game, that is, a game that is televised will be the Hall of Fame game tonight, and I believe that kicks off at about 7 o'clock. Canton, Ohio. Canton, Ohio. And that's going to be a contest between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Las Vegas Raiders. Both of them have two new head coaches. They do. Josh McDaniels comes from the Patriots, former Broncos head coach, takes over the Raiders uh, program. And uh, who we got down in Jacksonville now? Last year was such a disaster with Urban Meyer. Uh, I'm going to have to check that. Peterson? No. No, no, he he was before Meyer. You know, Meyer only lasted one season. You know, we should know that. Come on. It's the Jaguars. They're awful. And I wanted to say this about the Hall of Fame. You know, everybody's so excited. Football's finally back. I I think it's the – it's probably the game that everybody's the most excited for until the first series. Yeah. It'll be a, a three and out and then, you know, and a punt and then the, another punt. It is, it is Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson? Doug Peterson is the Jag. I'm, I'm just as oh, surprised. Doug Peterson. That's right. I was thinking of – who was the guy before Urban Meyer? 
It was Doug Marone. Doug Marone. The other Doug. Okay. Yeah. It was the other Doug. The other Dougie. Who did, was at Doug, Alabama last Dougie, year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Doug Peterson, uh, who won a Super Bowl with the Philadelphia Eagles mm-hmm. uh, just three or four years ago, uh, not a bad pickup for them. We'll see what if he can uh, have some type of magic with uh, the big quarterback that got down there from Clemson that's uh, in his second year. Yes. Easter, I call him Easter Island. I don't know if you guys know what Easter Island, but you know the Easter Island, uh, the, the big – the big head, stone heads they have on Easter Island with big elongated <laughs> nose. I swear. Trevor Lawrence. I look at, look at Trevor Lawrence, and I think of Easter Island every time I see that guy. And you guys will, too, if you ever pull up the, the stone uh, statues of Easter Island. Uh, let's go back to the middle school guy. Yeah. Now you talked with Coach James Dickinson earlier today, who's the head coach with uh, the with the middle school Tigers and uh, had a, was able to sit down with him, get an interview about uh, his team and his thoughts going into tonight's game. So you want to take a listen to that? Sure. Let's listen to it. Hey, let's see what he had to say. Well, it is not playing at the moment, so we will continue to work on. Well, that. we do we do have an interview with Coach. <laughs> With with coach, and we'll get that on as soon as we can. Uh, as we go back to the Hall of Fame, yeah, um, just some notables that will be inducted this week into the NFL Hall of Fame. Richard Seymour, he played defensive end for, and, and a lot of you will probably recognize these names. I mean, these are kind of I'm, I'm approach in my fifties, so I recognize these names as we were growing up. Uh do recognize Richard Seymour played for New England and the Raiders. Uh Bryant Young was a d- defensive end for the 49ers. Dick Vermeil, who's a, a very longtime coach with the Philadelphia Eagles. Um Cliff Branch, who played for the Raiders. And uh so this will be special that the Raiders are playing in tonight's game and they'll have the team there to uh and I'm sure Mr. Cliff will be there at the game shaking hands and, and so forth. Um Leroy Butler is a safety for the Green Bay for many, many years. Sam Mills and I I'm pretty sure Sam has passed away. He had he died of some type of cancer. Um if I'm not mistaken, I think I think Sam has passed away. Uh, but he was a linebacker for the New Orleans Saints uh, for many, many years. And a referee is being inducted. And, and to my fellow referee, I want to say congratulations to Art McNally, uh, who obviously was, oh, a, Art. was a very long-time uh, dedicated referee in the NFL. And he will be inducted into the Hall of Fame game tonight, <clears throat> or the Hall of Fame uh, and the Hall of Fame game is tonight between the Jags and the Raiders. Um, as we are still talking about uh, NFL football, A.J. Brown, who you Titans fans know as a, as a stud wide receiver for the Titans and has been traded to the Philadelphia Eagles, and just as of recently, and I'm talking about yesterday, day before yesterday, uh, AJ is throwing a little shade at the Titans. He's a little upset. Uh, you know, there was there was a talk about him him getting paid, um, and you know, all NFL players like to get paid. People that 
Everybody likes to get paid. Yeah, especially the ones that are performing like he was. There you go. Yeah. And and he's he's a special, big, large, run after the catch type player, a big, a big playmaker for the Titans. And he was looking for a big contract. And just like the uh, other guys in his class, like Samuel and uh, Debo Samuel and uh, Metcalf, they both right. just got paid. So um, it's definitely understandably some uh, frustration on his end. And he, you know, and, and and I think he and the Titans wanted to get together. I think he had a number that was a little bit larger than what the Titans felt uh, he was worth. Um, yeah, yeah, I think they wanted uh, he wanted twenty five, and uh, AJ was offered twenty, I believe. And um, uh, when he didn't get the twenty five, I think he cut off all kind of communication. Well, yeah, I, you know they the Titans kind of balked at the twenty five, and that that kind of upset him because he was the the con, the contract talks were going on this spring, and they kind of you know AJ was like, look, I'm I'm I'm, I'm AJ Brown, I'm the up and coming big wide receiver star. You guys are going to have to pay me top dollar, and so the Titans kind of decided to wait a while and they waited and they waited and they couldn't get together and then talks were cut off for a number of weeks between AJ and his people and the Titans and the Titans decided you know what we're just going to ship him uh, we're going to trade him and and be done with it and we're going to probably uh, draft a big young talented wide receiver and which is exactly what they did in trade in Traylon Burks out of Arkansas yeah AJ was uh, definitely in the wrong in this situation I, and uh, coming from a Titans fan a diehard Titans fan you're looking at a guy that's in my opinion the third most important player on that team right behind Ryan Tannehill or whoever's going to be playing quarterback this year and Derrick Henry so once so guess what happens so AJ gets shipped to shipped to Philadelphia. He gets to Philadelphia. And not long after he gets to Philadelphia, guess who gets a big contract? Debo Samuels at 49ers. Correct. Yep. And so he a bit wide receiver and he's he's spectacular. He can run the ball. He can catch the ball. He can run after the catch. Debo Samuels is truly uh, a specimen and one heck of a football player. Absolutely. And he got paid a rather large contract. Yep. And so that when that happened, A.J. came back and went to the press and said, you know what, Titans? The Titans want to act like it was all A.J.'s fault, right? They want to act like A.J. was asking for too much money, right? Well, look what the 49ers paid Debo Samuels. Correct. And now, now, so, I, so A.J. says, look, it wasn't all my fault. 49ers played, paid Debo Samuels. Well, why, why, why can't the Titans pay me instead of shipping me to Philadelphia? Which he has said, I'm happy to be at Philadelphia. They gave him a huge contract at Philadelphia, $80 million guaranteed or something like that. I mean, yeah, it's, that's close he, should be, he should be very happy that Philadelphia was that generous. Yep. But, uh, you know, Debo Samuels gets that big contract. AJ says, look at Debo, and you all want to, and the Titans want to blame me. So, you know, it's a little bit of he said, she said. or I mean, there's, de- there's definitely an argument on both sides. Right, right, and, and we get it. But uh, but anyway, it, it'll, it'll see how that unfolds. And guess who comes to town, I think, sometime in late October? The Eagles. I, I think the Eagles. So when A.J. Brown one. comes yeah. back to Nashville, it's going to be interesting to see. Did you, Clayton, did you find that interview? I got it. I got okay. a drink. Let's listen. To, let's listen to coach and, and hear a little bit about Whitthorn football. Hang on.
Well, coach is the one. He, 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 this is one time coach just doesn't want to talk to us. Exactly. Exactly. It's know. running. This was supposed to be set up. It's working. It's just not coming through. So, yeah. uh, I tell you what. Let's take a break. When we come back from the break, we'll have it set up where we can hear. Uh, the interview. Yeah. That, 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 that would be that would be terrific. That would be ideal, wouldn't it? That'd be, be perfect. <laughs> That'd be perfect. You guys hang on, we'll be right back with Front Porch Sports Radio Hour on WKOM one oh one point seven. Hang tight. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Here we go. Have you seen this? Men compete in women's sports. Democrats place them on a pedestal. They steal medals from our girls, thousands in scholarship money. Meanwhile, Democrats ban AR-15s rather than men from women's sports. Representative Scott Zapicki has had enough. He knows what's right. He sponsored the bill banning men from girls' sports. He helped pass constitutional carry in Tennessee. Zapicki, what's right for Tennessee? Paid for by the committee to elect Scott Zapicki, Ken MacArthur Treasurer. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway or at ParksMotorSales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company is been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Have you been hauling your own garbage to the convenience center? Are you tired of doing it? Does your work schedule keep you from hauling it off regularly? Is your teenage son not taking it off like he promised when he got his driver's license? Do you have something better to do on Saturday? If any of these questions strike home to you, call the Garbage Man at 931-540-0919 and your problem will be solved. Let's talk custom design jewelry. Did you know Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia creates custom design jewelry and has been for over 30 years? From one-of-a-kind engagement rings to wedding bands and so much more. We want each piece to be as unique as you are and create a family heirloom for tomorrow. Call today and make an appointment with one of our designers. And just for calling, you will receive a free 30-minute consultation. Tillis Jewelry, creating custom jewelry proudly in Tennessee. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. 
Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Hi, my name is Cody Goins. I'm a partner here at Roof Systems, Inc., formerly known as Davis Brothers Roofing. We still have the same great service and same great people. Roof Systems, Inc., we do commercial and residential roofing. No project is too large or too small. Education is key here for us at Davis Brothers Roofing. We want to make sure that every customer knows exactly what's going to happen from the time we start until the time we finish. When a homeowner replaces their roof, it's the largest expenditure that they'll ever have. That's why we hope you choose us at Roof Systems, Incorporated. Check us out at www.roofsystems-inc.com. Hello, I'm Sheila Butt, your former state representative for eight years and now asking for your vote to be the next mayor of Murray County. While in the State House, I passed great legislation for Murray County that helped us to stay strong, open, prosperous, and free. I am totally prepared to address the challenges of exponential growth, keeping our communities safe, strengthening our schools, and keeping taxes low. Your vote matters. I hope you will stand with me to keep Murray County the best place to live, work, and raise our families in Tennessee. Paid for by the committee to elect Sheila Butt, Jacob Love Treasurer. This is Drake. Join Clayton Harris and I on Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays on our new show, the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour, beginning at 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock. That's on Monday, Thursdays, and Fridays. Everything Southern Middle Tennessee, from college to high school to pro, you name it, fantasy, we're going to talk about it. Be there on Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays, 4 o'clock to 5 on the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Hello, I'm Sammy Patterson, and I'm asking for your vote for Circuit Court Judge. I have represented more than 10,000 clients in Middle Tennessee and have practiced in every county in the 22nd Judicial District. As judge, I will treat you with respect, fairness, kindness, and dignity, regardless of who you are or where you come from. For experience you can count on, vote for Sammy Patterson on August 4th. I am Sammy Patterson, and I approve this message. started listening to your station and everybody likes it. It's awesome. Yes, it's awesome. We absolutely love it. Welcome back. You are listening to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour here on WKOM Columbia and 101.7 on your dial, so lock that in. I'm Drake Colley, and I'm here with uh, our soon-to-be Blue Raider, MTSU freshman, Mr. Lou Maddox. Good afternoon, Lou. Good afternoon. And our main man running the board and taking care of business, Mr. Clayton Harris. Clayton, how's it going? Doing well, Drake. Now, look, yeah. Hey, hey third Clayton. time's a charm. Now, that's right. You took the words right out of my mouth. The third time is a charm. If we can't get it up this time, excuse me. If we can't pull up the interview this time, then we are going to move on. So let's 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 hear a little preview from Coach Dickinson, from the head coach of the Whitthorn Middle School Tigers, going against the Mount Pleasant. 
Tigers tonight. We're joined by Coach James Dickinson, head coach of Whitthorn Middle School Tigers. Coach, how's it going? Doing great. Thank you so much for WKOM, WKOM Kennedy Broadcasting having me on today. Coach, uh, obviously it's an exciting day. It is uh, the kickoff to the 2022 middle school season. Uh, and this year it's going to be a little different as Murray County Schools have created a new Murray County Football League and here, right off the bat, you got a conference game, an opening game tonight at Mount Pleasant. Uh, tell us a little bit about the conference and uh, how that is set up. Well, this is the first time ever Murray County had a, a Murray County conference this year. You got six junior high schools in the Murray County. You got uh, uh, CA Columbia Academy. You got Mount Pleasant. You got EA Cox. You got Spring Hill Middle. You got Battle Creek. And uh, Withorn and Withorn Middle School, of course, and uh, you have a true championship October first this year. And number one will play number four at their place, and number two will play number three at the Higher Seeds place, and then you play the championship game on October first out at Columbia Central Stadium. So the top four teams out of the six will make the playoffs, uh, and as you mentioned, one playing four, two playing three, and then the championship game at Lindsey Nelson Stadium in October. Uh, tell us a little bit about your squad. This is your second season at Whitthorn Middle School. Uh, you know, obviously last year you got a late start. You didn't get in until July, late July, and, and, and really it was a quick turnaround. Uh, tell us the prospects of this year's team. Uh, you're exactly right, Clayton. You was part of the uh, equation last year. You was one of my assistant coaches, and, 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 and I appreciate what you did last year. And uh, – and you was one of the guys that kind of directed me to take the job with Thorn. And yeah, we got there late last year and uh, won one ball game last year and uh, lost three ball games in overtime. And we got better each week. And uh, and I knew that it was a building process, but right now I was able to get out there in February and do us uh, conditioning, spring football, and uh, dividends are there now. Kids are buying in. And I'm 47 strong as of last night, and uh, we're ready to play this first game. I can't believe it's here this quick, uh, week zero, and uh, looking for a big crowd down in Mount Pleasant. A lot of buzz about the game, but uh, I'm real proud of the progress with the kids and the coaching staff so far this year that we that we uh, get to this point. Yeah, Battle of the Tigers tonight, 6 o'clock in Mount Pleasant. Coach, you mentioned your coaching staff. Why don't you tell us uh, who you have on staff this year? Okay, I've got Drew Parker, line coach. Kenneth Hughes, my defensive coordinator. Bo Holloway helps with the linebackers. I gave him the kickoff team, special team stuff. My son, Coach Maverick Dixon, coaching secondary and uh, special teams. I got, uh, uh, let's see. Damian Clayton. Oh, yeah, Damian Clayton's a big late addition. Uh, Damian was the previous defensive coordinator at Columbus Central High School. He's on the staff there as well. Uh, Kenneth Hughes, I mentioned him yep. already as defense coordinator, uh, one of former, former Columbus Central state championship players. And uh, I got Justin Hudson uh, in, in school, uh, does a lot of the uh, off-field work for us, uh, posting the post and all that, big asset to us. And uh, and if I don't think I miss anybody, am I, Clayton? Uh, oh, yeah, uh, Daz Brooks, defensive back coach, uh, played football at Columbus Central, I think, 15, 16, and 17, and he's also a defensive back coach and receiver coach. And so got a good coaching staff. They work hard, got a good group of kids out there, and uh, 
a line's going to be big, Clayton. We've got a couple of guys that's over the three hundred pound mark. Wow, that that's getting after it and play hard. Got some uh, great skill guys as well, and got a new transfer in too out of Clarksville that's going to help the team out a lot. And then I've got a, a another a kid that's came out in the last couple of days, Seacrest kid that's big, athletic, and so looking forward to get them guys up to speed now. If you're going to a Whitthorn game this season, what kind of offense can we expect to see uh, from the Tigers? Well, I run multiple formations, but still do the same thing out of them. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm a split back beer type guy. Plus, I get into a lot of uh, wing tee stuff a lot, and some spread stuff. And so uh, we try to run the ball downhill. What about defensively? Odd front, even front? Well, we run a 4-3 defense, try to stay even. I've always, uh, over the years, that if you're not even, you're in trouble. So I try to keep everything even across the line. Uh, uh, Kenneth's coach, Kenneth Hughes, and the guys that work in defense side ball is uh, got them Johnny on the spot this year, calling Trent back and forth. And so uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing this defense. I think we'll be pretty good on defense this year. Coach, uh, obviously you mentioned there was some momentum towards the end of last year. Uh, you were in a lot of ball games, a lot of close games. How, how big would a win be to start off the year and get that first conference win right off the bat? Well, in junior high, I've learned in junior high that it's important. You got you to gotta have positive things happen on a daily basis, and a big win tonight would be real positive for Withorn, the football program. And so I think it's a must that we get this win. It's a district game tonight. And then plus, we play tonight, and then we follow through Tuesday night at home against E.O. Coffin, a non-region game. So we'll play two games in less than five days. And that was going to be my next question. If you got your schedule in front of you, tell us, uh, tell the listeners out there uh, the dates and times and location for the 2022 Withorn Middle School Tiger schedule all kickoffs at six o'clock all games this year is on a tuesday night due to a shortage of referees except for the week zero game with mount pleasant so we play mount pleasant tonight at six o'clock tuesday night we play eo coffin at home at home august the ninth. then we have a bye week we're probably going to do a uh a JV game with the Columbia Academy that bye week, which that'll be on a possible Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Then we play Battle Creek August the twenty third. Where's that game at? Be at home. Be at home. Yeah, we played Battle Creek away last year, and then always this non conference game. That's it's good for both communities. We play Lewisburg at Lewisburg on August the thirtieth at six o'clock. Then we're back home against EA Cox. Then we travel to Spring Hill Middle September thirteenth. And then we round up the last game of the season in regular conference play, Columbia Academy at home on September 20th. First round of playoffs is set for September 27th. And championship game, the October 1st October will be 1st. the championship game that Saturday night at Columbia Central. And Dr. Pointer is uh, going to do a big blast for this game. And he's a great promoter of this stuff like that. And it's going to make it a big Saturday night a game here for the county championship and so by us having the county championship and county schedule like this your crowds are so much bigger and that's important to all the junior high programs and less travel less travel i think that we load a bus and probably the farthest game we go is possibly lewisburg for 30 minutes that cuts down on travel cost and and it's just a win-win because you know your gates will be big big crowds and that's what football is about you know a big crowd of people come out supporting these young guys well, Coach, we appreciate your time this afternoon. Uh, good luck tonight uh, as you travel down the road to Mount Pleasant, and uh, hopefully you guys come back with a win. Clayton, thank you very much, and we appreciate what all you do in this community.
Thank and you, this Coach. radio station as well. well. Thank you, Coach. Yeah, that was Coach James Dickinson, of the head coach of the Whitthorn Middle School Tigers, that will be playing and traveling to Mount Pleasant and play the Mount Pleasant Middle School Tigers. And Clayton – did I hear this wrong? A couple of 300-pounders on, that is, on a middle that, school team? That is, that is correct. That caught my attention, too. I mean, how That's do you, awesome. How, does, how, does, how, does, how do you move a 300-pound 6th, 7th, or 8th grader around on a football field? I mean, Those are some gap fillers right there. I'm not talking about the 300-pounders moving. I'm talking about playing against them. How do you, I, how, I, do you I, how do you move them? I, mean, I, you, I, I, I really don't know. Uh <laughs> I mean, you got kids out there in the secondary that are sixty pounds. Okay, so yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's it's, it's kind of hard to hard, hard to fathom. I mean, I I think that's worth worth the price of admission to go out there and watch those watch those guys well, that size in middle school play and what's play, play football. And what's crazy, Mount Pleasant has a few of those guys as well. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be. I mean, the quarterback at Mount Pleasant is like six foot two, probably. 180, 190 pounds, huh. and, and can flat out fly. So, you know, going to be a big. He'll be a. He'll be a big factor. A, absolutely, and that's the thing about middle school ball. One or two players can make the difference. Unlike in high school, you know, again, one or two players in high school, obviously, that are playmakers, can make a difference. But in middle school ball, uh, you know, I play with a guy named Rodney Darden. You remember Rodney Darden? He played basketball at Columbia Academy. But when he, uh, when when when, when we just toss sweep to him. He was gone. There was nobody's going to touch him. Right. So you know, the, in middle school ball, one guy can can be the difference. Can make all the difference yes. in the game. So uh, it's going to be interesting, though. I, I, I really hope uh, uh, with Thorn and, and, and Mount Pleasant. I hope it's a really good game, uh, and would love to see uh, uh, with Thorn. I, I know I'm showing a little bias, but you know, like Coach said, I spent some time with those guys last year. And you work with Coach. I do. I mean, you. I do. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know. I mean, it's, yeah. Yeah. I'm in the. I'm kind of in the same boat too. I did the PA for uh, the Tigers last year. They're a stadium speaker kind of guy, and they definitely had some momentum. Uh, you know, they they only got one win, but they definitely had a lot of momentum and had definitely gotten a lot better towards the end of the year. So I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see. Well, what I'll tell you about. what, folks. When you get when you get done, uh, what time? What time are the polls closing? Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. Yep. And then the games at six. Games at six. So listen, go ahead, vote, and then go vote, to the game. Yeah, grab a little bite to eat at at, at, a, at somewhere, and then head over there to Mount Pleasant. Show your support for Whitthorn or Mount Pleasant, whichever, or just just go and, and watch a little watch a little fun football. It's it's football season, and it's time to get back in the. Back in the, uh, you can just watch the Hall of Fame game South. on your phone. Yep, that's it. Or DVR, well, there you go. Yeah. Watch the Hall of Fame on your phone and watch live the Tigers versus the Tigers as, yeah. as they go. Now, uh, speaking of uh, getting ready for football season, um, and it might be well known. I don't know if it is or not, but Clayton and I kind of lean or are leaning towards Alabama Crimson Tide when it when it comes to. Uh, Foot college football and correct. Our buddy uh, Lou over here is 
probably a little bit more of the Tennessee Vol big correct. orange, which is which is fine. I mean, that's, you know, that's great. That makes good radio. Every team needs fans. And Nobody's perfect. Nobody that, would want absolutely. to listen to it if y'all are just we'll on here talking about Alabama that. the whole time, right? That's right. Well, see, the hour before us. The two hours before us. The two us. hours before us. It's a great two hours, isn't it? I mean, it's the, the, coming out of Knoxville, it's like the big orange show. I yeah. mean, it, it's like it's, it's like fantastic. Johnny Majors or Ray Mears or whoever it is. I don't know. But, I mean, it's Knoxville and big orange. It's, it's the Josh Heupel show. So we're going to talk a little bit about Alabama football right That's now. That's fine. That's fine. And one um, one little concerning note in news on the front end is Eli Gold. He's got some serious health issues. We don't know any details on what exactly has happened, but he is going to miss the first part of the season. We know that much. Oh, That's no. right. Eli Gold, who is a, a – I'm known worldwide as the voice of the Alabama Crimson Tide. And Iconic he, voice. And he also, really, I think he, his upstart was hockey. It I was think, ho- uh, hockey in upstate New York as a teenager, early 20s. And then what really made him famous was NASCAR. He was huge in NASCAR. Huh. Throughout the 80s and 90s. He, well, I mean, he was one of those, like you mentioned, iconic voices. And that's what I noticed yesterday, like on social media, on Twitter. Everybody from UT fans to Georgia fans, Florida fans were saying, look, I hate Alabama. But we do wish that he would get well because he's yeah. one of those legendary you listen, you voices. You listen to Eli Absolutely. Gold do any sport, and I, he's the type of guy that can do any sport. He's he's it, similar to John Ward, correct. who I consider one of the greatest basketball announcers ever uh, that I've ever listened to, and I've been around for fifty plus years. And and John Ward, you're talking about painting a picture. John Ward could paint you a picture and get you excited sitting there listening to the game in your car, uh, at home on the radio, whatever the deal was. Because back then, you know, when everything wasn't on TV. That's right. And that's that's what Tony Basilio was talking about yesterday. The guy, the Tony Basilio show that comes on from two to four uh, about the big us. orange show. And Tony was talking that you know John Ward was basically UT Athletics because, again, not every game was televised, and if it was, it was on national TV, and it was maybe once or twice a year. Uh, it, but when you thought of UT sports, it was John Ward. When you thought of uh, Georgia, it was Munson. When you, you know, just so on, and think of Alabama, you think of Eli Gold. So then let, let me get this chronologically straight and and some viewers if you all want to text in at 931-626-3131 you can text us in with any questions or comments or whatever you would like to uh any opinions on what we're saying but now john ward when when he kind of hung up hung up his cleats or hung up his microphone Mm -hmm. as the announcer for ut university tennessee sports mike keith was kind of queued up from what I understand that he was in the, the voice of the Titans Mike he, Keith was yeah he was in the he, he worked for the Vault Network is my understanding uh and another it really, great it came down between him and Bob Kessling and, and they chose the Titans, Bob and then the Titans came to town right and then they got Mike yeah. right the Titans came to town and they offered Mike Keith the job and so there Bob Kessling is uh yeah, at, I mean, at the microphone. Correct. Which, you know, you know there's out. always room for improvement. Well, I'm not, there, I'm, yeah, I mean, no, no matter yeah, who yeah. you are, that, there's there's room for improvement in my life. I, sure. I, I, I'll be the first one to say that. But there's there's room for improvement that, you know. You know, and Bob used to do the Jeff, and me, Lou probably don't remember this, you and I will, the Jefferson Pilot game of the week 
Okay. On Saturday mornings, right. he was that, one of the original eleven, the, the, 11 o'clock. o'clock guy. Yeah, that that was yeah on Channel Three if you had cable. So, yeah, uh, very interesting. Uh, we we wish Eli nothing but the best, and 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 you know we are a Bama affiliate, so Chris Stewart will fill in uh, uh, for Eli Gold early in the season. Absolutely. Hopefully, hopefully uh, Eli will be back. Um, Hopefully, maybe sometime in October. That's right. So, and don't forget, folks. Now, if you're if you're an Alabama fan or your team is playing Alabama, or you're just you, you're curious on how, how how what's going on with Alabama football, you can tune in on Saturdays because WKOM one hundred one point seven carries every single Alabama football game, pregame and, and postgame, yeah. and this nice crystal clear signal that you're getting right now, you can get it. With Alabama football on the other end of it. And on our sister station, uh, the original home of the Vols, WKRM, who was, I think, the second affiliate in the state uh, when the Ball Network came about. There you go. Um, that's, where, that's where you can find the balls. So you can get them all this coming, uh, this coming fall on Saturdays. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Front Porch Sports Radio Hour, and we'll be right back. This station. Absolutely love the station. Oh, yeah. You guys are the best, best, best. It is the best station. <laughs> Hi, it's Kurt Winstead one more time, the conservative running for Congress. When I was serving in Iraq, I was touring a hospital and a little boy came up and grabbed the American flag on my uniform. He didn't speak English, but the interpreter told me, the boy felt that flag symbolized hope and something called freedom. Well, so do I. That's why I was over there, to ensure that my kids and your kids will always have the freedoms we enjoy. I went from small-town Tennessee farm boy to brigadier general. I serve my country proudly, and if that isn't conservative, I guess this old general just doesn't know what is. I'd sure appreciate your vote. I'm retired Brigadier General Kurt Winstead, candidate for U.S. Congress. I approve this message, paid for by Kurt Winstead for Congress. Hands-on Murray County government experience. That's what I bring to you, the voters of Murray County. I'm Charlie Norman, candidate for Murray County Mayor. A county mayor must be ready from day one to assume the office and work for all the people of Murray County. We need a plan for growth and be good stewards of your tax dollars. Open and honest communication is an important part of my overall plan. With your help, we can achieve this goal. I'm Charlie Norman, and I would appreciate your vote for Murray County Mayor. Paid for by the committee to elect Charlie Norman, Lyndall B. Fox, Treasurer. It's time to put a Dodge in your garage. And at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us for all the muscle you need. We have a huge inventory to choose from. From the spine-tingling 2021 Dodge Charger SRT to the 2021 Dodge Challenger Superstock. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Yep, at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we're flexing our Motor City muscle. You can count on us online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. 
You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Terrence here at Shepherd Lumberyard, where we value you, the customer. We've been serving Columbia and surrounding areas since 1946. We're located in our new location at 103 Cemetery Avenue. Anything that has to do with building or remodeling, we're here to assist. When you shop local, you help shape the community. We are locally owned, family owned, and veteran owned. And by the way, God is in charge. You can reach us at 931-388-3612. And our website is shepherdlumberyard at yahoo.com. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Record high gas prices, inflation at a 40-year high. Americans are needlessly suffering from policies in Washington. Tennesseans don't need more political talk. We need financial relief. We need Jason Gillum. I'm Jason Gillum, candidate for state representative District 64, Murray County. Our state has a $2 billion surplus. With that surplus, aren't Tennesseans owed permanent sales tax relief? We can afford it, and in Biden's economy, you deserve it. On August 4th, vote Jason Gillum and tax relief. Together, we can do better. Paid for by Jason Gillum for state representative, Don Gillum Treasurer. It's a scorcher out there, but we've got tips that'll keep you chilling this August. Tip number one, keep your AC in peak condition. Tip number two, drink lots of fluids. Tip number three, go for refreshing top prizes up to a cool million by playing all new August Insta games from the Tennessee Lottery. All of these exhilarating games can lead to cold, hard cash. So head to the shade of your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer and enjoy some game-changing fun today. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Please play responsibly. 
from scholarship and grant programs to providing students with the qualifications and certifications they need to start their professional careers, the Tennessee Lottery has awarded more than $6.5 billion in funding to education programs, and we're proud to play our part. See for yourself how all of the fun of the Tennessee Lottery goes to supporting someone's future and a brighter tomorrow at TNLottery.com. Hey, this is George Plaster, and for the very best in sports, keep your dial on 101.7 FM WKOM. This is Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake, joined by Lou and Clayton, and we are sitting here getting ready for some football tonight, baby. I'm just, I, I'm about to come, I'm about to have a come apart. I'm, tell, I'm telling y'all right now, I'm about to have a come apart. You know what a come apart is, Lou? I do, yeah. Well, I'm fixing I'm to have, to have heard well, I'm about before. to have one. And, and looking forward, I know it's a Hall of Fame game. I know we might see Devontae Adams for... As one set of downs. They're not at all or something, you know. Well, who cares? I, just to see I can't, him I in still the Raiders can't. uniform. I still can't. Awesome. I still can't sit still. There you go. Something there about it. Go. It's here. And we 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 were talking a little bit about Alabama football and SISportsIllustrated.com just came out and they have now ranked Alabama with the number one recruiting class for 2023. And people just a few weeks ago were writing us off, or, I mean, or, or writing Nick Saban off. Okay, so so you know That's, Alabama, we a good idea. We we beat Georgia in the SEC championship game. We we lose a couple of our uh, key players to injuries that that would not allow them to play in the national championship game. And I'm not making an excuse about that. Georgia had an incredibly good team, obviously, absolutely. Uh, Losing 15 players to the NFL draft, Georgia was very, very talented. Um, however, uh, even though you would think Georgia beats Alabama in the national ch- title game, that the top recruits in the state of Georgia would be would be heading to Athens. Uh, you know what? I got news for you: three out of the top four. Recruit high school recruits in the state of Georgia are going to Tuscaloosa. They're not going to Athens. I mean, you know, Nick keeps doing what Nick does. And he came out and said last year was a rebuilding year. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, think of that. <laughs> Coach, I mean, you just won an SEC title and lost the national championship game. Yeah, it's a rebuilding year. And well, and, and you know, that's. Nick has come out and said that, you know, and uh, he had a Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah, freshman <laughs> quarterback, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he had a Heisman Trophy winner. He won his division in the SEC, the Western Division in the SEC. He won the SEC championship game and uh, and, and and stumbled and lost uh, to a very good team in the national championship uh, game. And he, he mentioned that it was a rebuilding year and – 
and one sports radio personality and host, Mr. Paul Feinbaum, who made cut his teeth down there in Alabama hosting in Birmingham. Right. Right, and he and, and Paul's a Paul's a sharp guy. He's very knowledgeable. I, I mean, you know, he's fun to listen to. He's an icon down there in Alabama. He's an instigator, which is what makes his show so popular sure. as well. Sure, and he he came out and on ESPN, uh, whether it was this morning or yesterday morning, on Get Up. There's a show called yeah. Get Up on ESPN. Stephen A. Okay, he came in and said, you know, maybe maybe Nick's making excuses. You know, maybe Nick's this this rebuilding year comment. Maybe Nick is. You don't know, maybe, don't poke maybe, the bear. That's I, what he's doing. I, I and I, I get it. I get it. he's he's and he's got people. He wants people to talk about it like we're talking about it right now. Um, but I, you know, like I said, I'm not I'm not going for it. You're not always gonna in Alabama's situation, which normally, if they're four and five star athletes. Uh, that they're getting, they're they're going to be coached up for about three years unless they get injured, right? In some type of uh, injury, and and normally those four or five star athletes are not going to be redshirted. So you're going to have to kind of put them on the express lane to get them coached up, freshman, sophomore, junior year, get all the playing time you can get and talent out of them that you can get on the football field for the University of Alabama. Because guess what? What happens after three years? They're gone. <laughs> they're gone. You know, they're going to get paid. You know, they're, they're going to yeah. cash the checks. And I don't blame them. I mean, that's why they go to Alabama. That's, that's, I'm sure that's that when Nick walks into the living room of, of Caleb Downs from, from Georgia. Right. Uh, the number one, I think, safety in the nation. Five star. Correct. Yeah. Goes down to their, his, his, their house and walks in their living room and sits down, talks to his parents and him. You know that's 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 the talk he's gonna get to. I'm, you know, in three years, Miss Downs, we're gonna have your son coached up and ready and going very high in the NFL draft, in the NFL draft and making a lot of money. And you know what? That's what that's what those folks want to hear. This is an early show, or, or yeah, this is an early show in this show's life. Okay, we started this show last week. Yes. This so 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 people out there listening still getting to know us. Well, you know what they hear. This in the afternoons is different than what they may hear from us in the mornings. So I'm going to ask you this as a Bama fan. Okay. Brian or Saban? Saban. Is it right? You know, Saban. right? I, it has to be, right? Well, I, you know, I mean, Saban's modern, got- modern era of college football, which we're living in right now, um, it's Nick Saban. Has to, now, in scholarship now, limitations, too. Right. Now, building the foundation of a college, of a university that, you know, that started excellence, character in young men, that got, you know, it was, it was Coach Bryant. I mean, sure. you know, he, he paved – I kind of look at it like Coach Bryant paved all the chert and dirt roads – Mm-hmm. In in college football around Tuscaloosa and Alabama, and then uh, Nick Saban kind of brought in the Mercedes Benz and and rode and rode in on those roads, and is and is and is but is still carried that uh, that excellence and that tradition and that the character and the building and of course what he talks about the most the process of taking young men, molding them into. 
hopefully good young men and, and trying to make them where they don't make bad decisions. And I know everybody's saying, well, what about Henry Ruggs III? You know what? Unfortunately, and, and I feel terrible for yeah. Mr. Ruggs, but, uh, you know, you give a, you give a 21 year old guy $8 million and a brand new Corvette in Las Vegas and, um, a night out of hard drinking and probably and in, in a big party somewhere. Uh, and we saw something similar with Leonard Little uh, in, the, in, in the early 2000s. And, you know, as a Bama fan growing up with Gene Stallings in 1992, you know, you had the bookends with Eric Curry and John Copeland and Jay Barker was a quarterback and David Palmer was. Might have, the, I mean, might have tr- been the tr- best defense in, in the history of college football. Could have been. And they, they, you think about Dick Plastic and it, Sherman Williams and those guys. George T. George T. I mean, Glamansky Hall. I mean, it, it was incredible. And going when I was Lewis's age, going through school and, and even younger, I was in. I was at Legion Field when Peyton Manning and the Vols came in and ended the streak. Sure. So when we went through Mike Debose and Dennis Francione and Mike Price for a spring practice and Shoot. Mike Shula. When uh, they hired Saban, Ray Perkins, yeah, and, 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 and it looked like it was going to be Rich Rodriguez. Thank you, Rita, for not wanting to move to Tuscaloosa. Right. But when, my, expecta- my expectation with Saban was just win one. I want to win one before I before I'm yeah. dead. You know what I mean? Like I just want to win. He's won six. I know, and it's it's unbelievable. It, it is unbelievable, and I, I I don't I don't know if he's done. I, I think. I don't think he's done. I don't think he's done either. I don't think he's anywhere think he's got, close to being. I think done. he's got another ten years in him. I, you know, I really, really do. I, yeah. um, but anyway, we we're we're the rebuilding year is over. This coming year <laughs> is going to be is going to be. I think Alabama's odds on favorite, yeah, uh, gambling wise, to win uh, with the books to win the national championship. Um, and may, so, it, it maybe tomorrow because we we are running out of time. Maybe tomorrow we can go over the Tennessee schedule and the Bama schedule. Yeah, we'll break our, that down tomorrow to let our listeners know what they can expect to hear on both stations uh, here at Kennedy Broadcasting. But we talked about it before we went on the air, and I agree with Lou. Looking at Tennessee's schedule, nine. I think they win at least nine games. And you were telling me they dropped the Army game. They did. did. They, they, Tennessee dropped the Army game. What, they, they bought that out. Third Saturday in October is going to be five and zero Tennessee versus six and zero Alabama. It'll be eleven zero ball game right there. And that'll be that'll probably be a two thirty kickoff. Then it'll definitely be a two thirty kickoff. Well, they, that's the way it's been for what the last sixteen years. It'll be a better game this year. How long's it been now? I don't. I don't it's uh, it, two thousand six. I was at that 16 game. Years? I was two years old. Wow. Two I was, years old. Yep. I, I was at that <laughs> game. Way to end that the is, show there. That is a me. crazy train. Hall of Fame game tonight. The uh, bet.com says go under the 30 and a half. No team, uh, only uh, three teams have scored over 20 points in the Hall of Fame game since 2010. The over-unders 30 and a 30, half? Uh, go under 30 and a half, and they say lay the points and take the Raiders. So It's going to be some bad football. Do what you want to do, but don't bet the house on a Hall of Fame game. I promise. Don't ever bet the house, but definitely don't bet it on a Hall of Fame game. But under in the Raiders tonight. Let's see what happens. Well, Drake... It's been a great show. Okay, guys. And we, hey, tomorrow, join us 4 o'clock, Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. And Lou and I and Clayton will be back, and we're going to break down the Vols and the Bama schedule. Thank you all for joining us.